Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 207 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Priyanka and Cherismita are the sober sisters who are on a mission to throw the best booze-free events. They share their journey and their relationship with alcohol and how it led them to create Zero Proofed, a pop-up booze-free events to help you find friends, build community, and leave hangovers in the dust. This is such a great episode. Let's get into it. Hi, Priyanka and Chosmita. How are you? Good. How are you, Jessica? I'm great. I'm so stoked to talk to you girls. Like you guys are the coolest sisters in town. Thank you. What is going on? I mean, I'm so excited to be here and get the word out for Zero Proofed. Um, Ever since we started six months ago, it's really been our mission to make our Zero Proof lifestyle more accessible. So thank you. Yeah. And yeah, is kind of where we've we've found a lot of the other women in this industry and like some of the main players and it's so cool to it's kind of a surreal moment to, to be featured on here so it's really exciting yeah. oh well thanks for being here so I definitely want to get into zero proof and all the stuff you guys are doing with that I you just mentioned you've only been around for six months like that's incredible um, but I want to talk about you guys personally and your relationship with alcohol or lack thereof and how you identify. So, uh, Priyanka, let's, let's start with you. How do you, first of all, how do you identify when it comes to alcohol? Like, what do you, what do you go with? Definitely. Yeah. Um, so alcohol has always been this this idea and this cultural aspect um, that we grew up with. Um, mm-hmm. But um, within like our family, it was really all always about the celebration aspect of it. And uh, Mita and I joke around that we, we love drinking, but it was never about the alcohol. So uh. actually when we started the idea of zero proofs, it was really to give people this opportunity to celebrate and mm-hmm. celebrate over beverages, but not necessarily like even bring alcohol into the equation um and and so that's really my uh, my relationship with alcohol has been like luckily I've been really really fortunate to not to for alcohol to be a choice and like to not have to um not have to think too much about the option about alcohol um and and whether I'm reaching for a glass of of alcohol or a mocktail or a zero proof cocktail, um, and I've been really fortunate for that um, uh, choice there. But Mita, do you want to share a little bit more? Yeah, no, and and kind of relaying what Priyanka said. Obviously, we're sisters, so um, we had very similar upbringing where it, our parents were very encouraging of like explore what you need to, but like our ground truth relies on like 
um, being very present and in the moment. Um, and so that was kind of like the messaging we always received was like, make intentional decisions that will kind of make you very in the moment and, and ha make you experience all the experiences. Um, yeah. And I think that really made me grow up with a toolkit of like making really conscious decisions. Um, and when it came around to being exposed to alcohol in school, that was kind of the first time um, I was really surrounded by alcohol consumption. Um, I felt like I had the tools to kind of decide if choosing to drink was a healthy option for me or not. And so um, I think yeah. we both feel really fortunate in, in having that conscious toolkit to make those decisions for ourselves. Yeah. So, so do you choose, like, what do you choose on, on like more regularly? Definitely. Um, both Shirasmina and I are actually um, sober. We like to try okay. call ourselves zero proofed, actually. Yeah. Um, so we're both zero proofed and okay. um, we, we both had some experimentation in college. Um, sure. And um, over time, I personally decided that alcohol wasn't necessarily adding to my life. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was certainly de detracting from a lot of um, a lot of the experiences I had, I think back to college and um, some of the times where I was definitely surrounded and ingrained in that culture of of um, alcohol being this like mechanism for celebration and excitement and adventure. And I think back to those experiences and I realized that like alcohol was never really like what <laughs> what brought it all together it was the people and the, the yeah. vibration and, and the willingness to dive in and go on an adventure. Um, yeah. and, and so that's what I wanna bring back. And a lot of, um, a lot of those experiences I actually got through through dance in college. Um, oh. so, and we had like a seven bedroom, at, at as a senior in college, we had like a seven bedroom house. Um, it was like big parties where you had like a dance circle, kind of like pitch perfect. Um, oh my God, I love it. It was like the time of my life. But during yeah. that time, like I was never drinking because I was always right. taking care of everyone. Um, and those were the most exciting um, parties that I'd, I'd, I'd been to. And I, I wanted to keep that going. I would yeah. love to know, like, if we could actually sit back and dissect, like, what makes those times in our lives? Like, what are the key players? It's not, it's not always alcohol. I mean, some people definitely use alcohol to, like, bridge certain gaps, I, I guess, or, like, you know, the liquid courage, if, if you will. But if you could think back like to your college years, like what were the main like key players or key ingredients that made those moments so like alive and whole and juicy? Number one, a dance floor. Yes. <laughs> but then you yes. can find the two of us on the dance floor, breaking out the moves. Nice. Um, and we have the most fun doing that. And I think that's also where we bring in our community is like, yeah. we'll be the first ones on the dance floor, but we expect everyone to join in with us. Yes. Um, <laughs> or you'll just grab them. We invite everyone to join in with us. Yeah. Um, and then kind of alongside that, people who are like, trusting you to like create that environment for them too yeah. so it's, it's like the people and the atmosphere um yes. make it I think and and I think like the human connection um mm -hmm. and that's actually like 
So our first event was a live band karaoke event where okay. you had a band, like a five person band on Whoa. stage and you hop on, you sign, you sign up for a, a song on the wait list, you hop on and you sing with people. Um, Whoa. So you're the like <laughs> artists. And, and we had like a hundred people in the audience. Uh, and the craziest thing was like, I mean, when we were trying to market this for our first event, we had no following. We yeah. had um, just no one knew who we were, but people showed up for this. Yeah, and wow. it was beautiful. And then people stayed. Um, yeah. People kept adding themselves to the list. To we sing. didn't even get to sing. We were like, <laughs> we were we came ready with all of our Taylor Swift songs. Yeah, got the opportunity because people were so excited to hop on there. Um, and whoa, leap of faith that it was a judgment free zone and that they mm. could partake and they didn't necessarily need the liquid courage that a lot of them came to the event thinking they'd need. Yeah. Um, like I had no plans to sing tonight. I just wanted to see who had the guts to go up there and sing. Right. <laughs> and they were the ones that were, had like two or three songs up there. So yeah. Oh my God. I love that. All about the people and that I think that trust and that judgment free zone that people create when they're just having fun and they're looking to have fun and meet other yeah. people. Yeah. And when we talk to people after that event in the days following, um, people brought up this idea that like for the first time ever I went out, I had a nightlife experience and I connected with people and like were wow. able to really, and that, that gave us like shivers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's why we're still in the game. That's why we keep doing it because um, yeah. just that feeling of inspiring connection and giving people this opportunity to really be social yeah. Um, yeah. when they want. Yeah. I think, you know, for the most part, like we're really overthinking it and we're really giving alcohol way too much credit for like, you know, all, all these things that we like equate in our life. Like, oh, you know, I needed that to do this or to that or to get this. No, it's actually like quite simple. Like we don't really need a lot. We don't need alcohol. We have ourselves and we have like others and meeting other people and doing wow. the things that we want to do. Like, the community is huge. It's so important. Absolutely. And I feel like once you surround yourself with other people who kind of bring that out in you, you yeah. develop that trust and intuition with yourself too. And you're like, I can do hard things. I can put myself out there. I can yeah. step up in front of a room of people and give a speech or share, sing a song. Um, and that's always been inside me, but I, I, maybe I relied on alcohol. I relied on other people also drinking to feel totally. like for it. Right. Totally. And like to, to, to your point there, yeah, we can do hard things, but it's only hard for like maybe the first couple times. Yeah. And then it's like this muscle, right? Like it gets, you get a little stronger, you know, you get familiar. You're like, okay, I've done this before. It's, it's comfortable. It's familiar. It's like, and then we can, that's how you grow. That's how you expand. That's how you try new things. You get new, you know, tools in your tool belt, but like, we're all gonna, we're all scared. Yeah. <laughs> We're all nervous. We all have a little anxiety. It's okay. We all have feelings. We're very like we're we're nervous of being judged because humans judge each other. They just do. It's yeah. okay. It's but it's not, it's like it's not gonna be the end of the world. We can do this. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe, maybe your first or second time, meh, maybe not as as great as you thought, but that third time, look out. 
Yeah. And then you're unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, Mita and I talk about um, how starting Zero Proof really gave us this confidence to blossom in our social mm-hmm. lives. Because yeah. for so long, we were trying to balance this like, well, like our relationship with alcohol was that we weren't partaking in it, but we also like felt uncomfortable really owning up to that. And like, really, Interesting. Um, like I personally yeah. would, would go to a happy hour and grab like an iced tea and not talk about it. And, okay. and support. And I was, I was comfortable being around people drinking alcohol. Um, yeah. I, I didn't necessarily want to talk about my relationship. Yeah. But once I started once we started Zero Proof together, it was almost like it was out in the open. I was, it was almost like I was, I got the, the acceptance and the ticket to have fun sober and like be wild and like dance um, crazy on the dance floor and, and sing and, and all of that. And it was almost like, yeah, Zero Proof like kind of gave us that ticket to freedom of like really showing ourselves and everyone around us that like you can have a really fun night out um yeah without a zero proof style and definitely yeah. that second part of like other people so many people since we've kind of come out into the wild been like hey we have a ton of fun not drinking yeah want to join us so many people have been like I have actually been questioning my relationship with alcohol for months days weeks years and yeah. um they're like this is the first time I've actually felt comfortable coming out into the wild and being like being like, I would rather be drinking non-alcoholic cocktails tonight than, wow. than booze. And like, you're giving me a platform for kind of exploring that and feeling comfortable doing it, which is, yeah. has been kind of the fuel that's kept yeah. us going. It feels like we're kind of strapped to this rocket of like just alcohol-free discovery and and kind of discovering what you're like without it too. Yeah. So like for the first time you can question your relationship with alcohol without it being this like thing about alcoholism or recovery like just really just like you are curious yeah Um, yeah uh, and there isn't any any baggage around that um and that's been really special do you think that people are a little more apprehensive of talking about their relationship with alcohol especially around people who are drinkers because of like fear of like abandonment basically or fear of like that relationship could potentially be severed or changed because I'm not participating in the activity that we used to do together. A hundred percent. And I think I'll speak for myself, but I think we both have had experiences where we've, we've, are some friendships have changed because of our mountain in the wild with with zero proofs but I personally have have, um had a a several several friendships from college or from previous circles where the narrative has changed we're not engaging around alcohol which we typically were doing and I wouldn't partake but the the social scene would be surrounded by um alcohol and now I'm choosing to do activities or adventures that don't involve alcohol at all and I think a lot of those friendships naturally run its course because you're Mm. taking out a very integral element of it right yeah but then like I I agree with you and I I think that it's 
that's part that's I think that's like the innate thing like that's why we're not questioning our our relationship with alcohol is because like our friendships mean so much to us yeah and and personally it's been really really heartbreaking um to have friendships change because of my personal relationship with alcohol because yeah because like it's almost like you have that social pressure of not changing anything like oh yes. it's changed the status quo my mm-hmm. my friendships are going to change i'm i'm going to be lonely again and, mm-hmm. and i don't even have alcohol um yeah, and yeah. cycle um that's why i personally loved the fact that we have these options mm-hmm. and we've been fortunate to try like hundreds of different brands out there and we found our favorites and the ones that we're comfortable bringing to social gatherings and now like I will bring my favorite bottle of something um to a party like at for for our barbecues we do Wednesday night barbecues every every week and I'll bring a bottle of non um on two the pair I I hope I'm getting is it non three or non two might be not too. <laughs> yes. Um, and it just pairs super well with our Beyond Burgers. And uh, and it's like started to bring out some friendships that I didn't think I actually had. Like there was interesting. Yeah, one person that like never really talked about their relationship with alcohol, but like yeah. I've gotten a lot more close with him because we we're able to talk about it because we have this beverage that we can uh, connect yeah. Um, so yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, it's like you said, it's scary. The potential for loneliness to be alone is very real. It's very much there, but it's like that kind of old adage of like one door closes and another door opens kind of thing. Right. But it's also like a testament to what being true to yourself and what being, I guess, authentic looks like and can bring into your life because you know if you're just hanging out with the same old people talking about the same old stuff and this is not to you know put anyone down no one's good no one's right wrong bad nothing like that but you're not doing things that are like to the best of your ability right like you're not doing things that are like within your best self or your capabilities um you know and I totally understand why people choose to do that because the alternative can seem scary but what I'm hearing from you guys is is that if you allow yourself to step into that to really like you know wave that freak flag you know (laughs) let it rip here we are like you know you're going to attract and there's so many possibilities and opportunities that like so many doors will be opened yes we you don't know until you do it absolutely and that's something we've been talking so much about is I think starting a business especially one that's kind of paving the way is in a new industry and one that's kind of rewriting some of the social fabric yeah um, it can be pretty isolating and we're working around the clock especially since we both are still working day jobs to keep the um keep the the bills paid and and we love what we do during the day but we're also yeah. so passionate about this so we we end up working around the clock um and and if we're not working we're thinking about it <laughs> And that can be super isolating because we've had to turn down a lot of social uh, social opportunities and things like that. 
Um, but we've also talked about how this is some of the le the least lonely times I've experienced in a long time. And I think it's oh. because we kind of have this community both online and through our events that are like pushing us and saying like, keep going. Like, we're so proud of you. We've got you. Um, yeah. and we're here for you when you have a chance to hang out and we can't wait to see you at your next event. Um, or they're yeah. just people we haven't ever even met in person. They're just, they're like, they're cheering pushing on. Exactly. Yeah. The community is cheering us on and, yeah. And everyone within it, like the amazing people we've been able to meet are just so encouraging and also pushing along in their own way too. And yeah. and I think some of the people in this industry are like the most genuine people I've ever gotten to know, which is oh, really gosh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and like our staff, um, I think every single one of our staff members that work the events, um, bring in this unique lens and perspective mm. many of them so many people in the fmb industry don't drink alcohol either because yeah. they are very well aware of the the um pros and cons of alcohol mm -hmm. um like <laughs> giving them a voice and like have like i just love that we've developed um this connection and friendship with our, our staff members where they're able to share their story yeah. and why they're uh, behind the zero proof bar that day and um, yeah. yeah that's been beautiful that's so <laughs> special yeah and I like it also brings up another point you know like I love that you guys are getting that support and also like giving that support to your employees like it's a definite like two-way street and I, I got this message the other day and it was about um you know, someone talking about, about their sobriety and, and wanting to be more vocal about their sobriety, but like questioning their intentions behind it. You know, am I just seeking validation? Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, we need to be validated. And there is nothing wrong with a yeah. little validation from people that you love, trust, and respect. Yes. There's nothing wrong with it. Actually, we need more of it because everyone is too damn up in their own business, trying <laughs> yeah. to be cool, trying to yeah. be chill, trying to be avoidant. Like, yeah. yeah. No, and applause cool. that person for coming out to the wild and being like, yeah, I, this is my yeah. story. Because it's hard to also, especially like when you are coming into the wild, I keep saying the wild, but it feels like <laughs> uncharted territory. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> and you're saying like I'm questioning this like really integral part of the way we socialize the way we interact that's yeah. so scary and you deserve all the praise and the validation for even taking that leap yeah totally yeah. or like questioning your coping mechanisms that maybe yeah. you've been using for so many years and that yeah. everyone has been validating that method of coping mechanism and you're like wait a second this shit's not working anymore. And it's not good for me either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not good for me. It's not good for you. It's not good for like society as a whole. Like a yeah. to switch it up. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, like we, I mean, ultimately we all want to be seen. And, yeah. and I think that just being, being well, coming from a, a place where I was really well integrated into the alcohol community um I noticed that a lot of times like pe people would partake in alcohol to be seen more but, um but like 
but honestly using that like liquid courage to just like go out there be flamboyant and like not have to own it the next day just like be like oh sorry that wasn't me but like but then going back and like not having alcohol to blame and just blaming yourself and owning that like that can be the most like courageous and like confidence building moment yeah being like yeah I did go talk to that person across the bar and I was yeah. so and I was here for it and it was awesome or <laughs> it ter- it was terrible and they walked away and yeah. my clothing was shit Sorry. <laughs> it's all good so like yeah. just living that experience and like saying yes that was me I made a con- conscious de- decision and I'm here for it yeah I'm living the yeah. next like yeah still breathing still kicking it it's all good and that goes back to the thing like you can do hard things and it will get easier and every time you do it you're like pat on the back I did that and maybe previously I might have done it and then drank away the the nerves that came from it the anxiety that came from it but you're choosing present when you just do it and catch yourself in it yeah yeah and it's like drinking doesn't even like make that anxiety or like those bad feelings go away it just prolongs them and then you wake up the next day you're like oh my god then the self-hate comes up you know then their inner you know dialogue comes up like oh you're such an idiot like don't ever do that again it's like (laughs) yeah oh my gosh like talk about just kicking yourself while you're down a vicious cycle right total vicious cycle We don't talk about it much, but um, the mental health aspect has been like one of the reasons I personally was pushed towards wanting to create a zero proof bar. Actually, in 2018, I had just graduated college and um, I I graduated as a mechanical engineer, um, but we both did actually. We're (laughs) engineers by degree. (laughs) Nice. Little smarty pants. <laughs> I, no, I crawled I crawled out of my degree like <laughs> stage like I, I like grabbed my diploma like I was just begging to graduate <laughs> and and at that time I really was like craving human connection and celebrating and like opportunities to celebrate so I I wanted to start a zero for far yeah. um, at the time it was five years ago no one knew about the products on the market I at that time I think there was only a handful yeah um, it's just the the idea of of going to a bar and not drinking alcohol was so wild to so many people that we pitched to it was like offensive yeah. it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could definitely see that five years ago I mean damn we've come a long way in five years oh, yeah. for real like for oh, real like, that is a bad idea and you should not tell anyone else that you Don't- have that idea. <laughs> They're like, go back, go back to being mechanical engineers. Please don't try to be in the entertainment space. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow. Duly yeah. noted. Um, but yeah, I mean, that really stemmed from like, college was so hard for me yeah. personally. Um, it was, we went from, I moved from Seattle to New York, upstate New York. Okay. Um, so lots of snow, really landlocked. Like there yeah. was just kind of, any every aspect of it like even going to class was a chore because you're walking a mile and two feet of snow to take an exam (laughs) um yeah (laughs) um so so that aspect of it was tough as it is but then when you introduce alcohol 
Um, you're not only tearing down it, like your stress is stress from class and academics is already tearing down at your, at yourself and your health, but then mm-hmm. alcohol kind of, um, accelerates that. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, you're not eating as much, maybe because of all the calories you're eating, you're, you're drinking, um, yeah. sugar intake. So when you're not eating, not drinking or not eating, not sleeping and stress yeah. all the time, <laughs> it just, it. I saw people break down, like mm. collapse. Yeah. I lost friends yeah. um, to, to suicide. Um, wow. and, and so much of that I felt was because mental health yeah. um, was just not being protected. And totally. And I, I really think that like, it is not, it's not easy to maintain your mental health. I don't even know if it's possible to to have a balanced mental health with alcohol um, in in your rotation, um, it, it, especially yeah. in, when it's in a healthy a- way. Yeah. yeah, where where it's like that was used as a crutch to get over so many situational uh, elements and the just the high stress environment, and then mm-hmm. and then you're taught that that is the way to do it too. It's right. Weird. have a drink relax yeah it's like you everyone everyone goes through mental health issues in college that's kind of the narrative it's like it's your time to discover who you are and part of that is struggling with anxiety depression and you just get over it and somehow everyone graduates and it's all magical but yeah no one talks about the struggle that just lies right underneath that Um, yeah yeah like you said it's like really important to have the tools and yes if you have the tools to like take care of yourself eat the right nutrition and Mm -hmm. sleep then yes like you can partake but um when when you kind of have to have all those rungs um of the ladder to to make it (laughs) yeah yeah and like let's be honest like who has that on a good day right you know just I mean just life in general like never mind the added stressors of being a student and like being in those pivotal years of your life where you're like you got to figure out who you are right now this is like a ticking time bomb it's like that is so much pressure it's too much pressure for anyone it's it's ridiculous but we do it Yeah. yeah and we're like oh yeah that's part of life that's that's normal. Box, yeah. Right? yeah. And especially in yeah. America, like you college is oftentimes the first time you experience alcohol and like yep. education around it is like not there. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what then, education? Yeah. <laughs> no. Or not at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, and it's it's crazy because like from a young age that's like that's the social programming and then you go to college and and for the people especially who have never been exposed to it it's like a ticket to freedom it is like here right. how to be cool like you've spent 12 years studying and now is your chance to start like living the the life you've seen on television or yeah. you've the glamour of it yeah and an adult this is yeah. what adults do Welcome to adulthood it's gonna be a struggle from here yeah um but like having the awareness and and I think that also makes it challenging when you start to question it and if you're still in school and you're questioning it which was my story where it was like I recognize especially so I I was in school during the pandemic as well and especially during that time it was like I'm not getting 
nearly enough social interaction and mm-hmm. the social interaction that I am getting is surrounded by alcohol and I'm craving the like connection of people like getting having the opportunity to just meet someone for coffee and connect but yeah. because we, only, we were being so careful and and taking um like security measures so strictly like the few times I did get to see my friends it was it was over like uh, across alcohol and, and that was when I was like this there's something wrong here like this shouldn't be how all of our interactions go and mm. we're gonna leave this pandemic feeling so isolated because no one even remembers the last two years of school right yeah um, and, let alone how to socialize or how to like <laughs> carry a conversation anymore exactly and that was when I was like there needs that's when I was like Priyanka we need to start this year proof bar like (laughs) let's bring that back let's make this happen um and six months after I graduated we launched so yeah whoa like yeah we kind of went into the wild there that's amazing yeah so like what was what is that what was that conversation like that initial conversation and like when did you guys decide to like jump in and actually execute and make this happen what did that look like so (laughs) it's actually funny um cheers mita was in town um we just had i just had my whole family over and then mita stayed a couple more days after that and i took her to one of my um work parties and it was actually um he had a pool um and so it's just like just big la pool party people were jumping into the pool from the roof Um, lots of alcohol just wild (laughs) Um, Nina and I had actually got like went to the store and grabbed a couple non-alcoholic options yeah and we were drinking those we started going wild too (laughs) completely (laughs) but having we're like hey like are you sure you're not drinking like what's in your your cup (laughs) yeah like don't worry I can be this crazy without alcohol (laughs) yeah don't worry (laughs) <laughs> not alcohol exactly um, back what we're drinking. <laughs> and and then the next morning we woke up we w- without a hangover we got our sunday back. <laughs> we got our sunday back and um you want to tell the rest of the story yeah well so we woke up and went to the farmer's market as one okay. does on sunday morning yes um, and they they were having like it was it was the end of august so they were kind of having the summer fruits and we saw yep. blood orange we're like we should make a non-alcoholic cocktail out of this and then we're like wait we should just tell everyone else that we're making a non-alcoholic cocktail out of this too so we <laughs> and and that day we're like what if we started just a page where people could have drink options that weren't that didn't have alcohol didn't have the booze yeah. and that added because you walk into a bottle shop nowadays and thank goodness for all the options but also like mm-hmm. holy moly like you it's walk so in, overwhelming there's like 200 and we tried so many of them and we're still overwhelmed when we get when we go in yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, that's pretty like, cool yeah it's it's so awesome and and to give everyday people looking for those options the platform to kind of explore it and see like oh someone else tried it they think it's good they know yeah. how to work with this let me bring that home but, like why don't we just create a platform for that okay um, so that very day we bought all the ingredients we I don't even think because Priyanka just moved she didn't even have a shaker or like anything yeah. around her yeah. Like, went <laughs> to a bunch of stores to find a shaker, which is really hard. I guess you need to buy anything, everything off of Amazon now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we found one at, like, TJ Maxx or something. Nice. Perfect. Video and then started our Insta- Instagram account that very same day. Okay. 
let's see what happens. Um, that one got like a thousand views out of nowhere. And we're like, okay, cool. people uh, call it cocktails. A thousand yeah. people, like three followers. I think the two of us and our mom. Um, <laughs> and then, Shout out mom. <laughs> our biggest supporter. Um, and then right away we're like, okay, well, what if we just released more? What if we did an event? Like, what could that look like? Yeah. So that and then and then and we we're like, okay, well, dry January is coming up. It was in three months, so we're like, okay, we have a target. We have three months. We can make a pop up happen. Yeah. Um, cool. So we started looking at looking at venues, seeing if there are any partners. And at that time, a, a bunch. We were one of the few Instagram accounts out there. Um. So we had a lot of beverage brands actually reach out to us. Yeah. Um, and start following us and asking if we needed any help or anything like that. Yeah. Um, cool. I think that speaks to the community because we had like 200 followers at that point. We're like still just starting to make videos and and these brands are like, hey, feature us. We want to help you. Um, And we reached out to the local coffee shop, Alana's, which was where we ended up having our first event. And they got back to us saying, hey, we love this. We have an event in three weeks. Why don't you pop up there? And we're like, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> and and we came from no food and beverage experience. Yeah. Um in college <laughs> I'd done a little bit of service, but nothing yeah. nothing nothing close to a bar. Yeah. And, oh my god, we, I love this. That's like, amazing. Bar to, like, study how the back bar operates. So we like no idea what we were doing. Like yeah. but it was really like a lot of stuff in those three weeks. I mean, we're engineers, so we engineered the thought of that event and in three weeks we had 13 companies interested in sponsoring um we had a venue and we had the live band karaoke happening and we ended up doing it at 125 people we were expecting a maximum of 40 day of (laughs) thank goodness literally every bottle we had with us (laughs) yeah um yeah and it was from there it's been explosive and and that was just that was the proof of concept that was that showed us Mm-hmm. it's here to stay yeah and Los Angeles wants this and what's our next pop-up gonna be like that that's what we came out of that with yeah holy cow <laughs> that is amazing you guys that's so cool it was a lot of fun yeah it's yeah. and and like because our first experience and the first three weeks were so authentic to us and um like even the way we built our recipes was really like we we like engine engineered our way through so we took the spirit we like studied the spirit and the flavor profile took some notes and then figured out okay add this uh syrup or this bitter to it like what what is it going to transform into and what are the flavor profiles going to look like yeah Uh, like a big scientific (laughs) equation (laughs) yeah and and that's really how we took it really putting that degree to work ladies really (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then and then honestly just had like some really authentic feedback from our bartenders from that first night and Mm -hmm. from there like we we've been able to keep that authenticity and really deliver um like parties that we want to be a part of and we want to go to yeah and I think that's carrying us is like two weeks ago we had a holy event which was like okay we holy so um holy is a festival of color in india and it's celebrated in a few other countries um cool 
for holy and then actually it's just kind of worldwide people congregate to throw color at each other okay <laughs> we had always wanted to be a part of that um but a lot of the holy festivals around the u.s like have their very um family oriented so typically only kids are playing with color and the adults are watching okay. um, like that authentic wild west feeling to it that like yeah um, in India where like people are drinking different concoctions and they're yeah. um, just going wild, partying, being themselves. Um, we yeah. wanted, we'd never experienced it. So um, in cool. our most authentic way, we threw it ourselves yeah. and um, yeah. figured out what it takes and developed some recipes that were um, more authentic to the um, holy festival. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> So what did you make? Like, what, 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 give us an example of what the drinks look like. Yeah. So we did some traditional drinks that were boozy or might've been spiked in India um, and made yeah. them free or booze free. So yeah. we did a tendai that's typically, um, it's called pong. And that has, it's like, I think it normally has cannabis in it in India. And, and some alcohol. And some alcohol that. as well. And we did, we had spiritless sponsoring the event which is really awesome okay um, we did with their whiskey we did a spiked sundae um and we did a tamarind whiskey sour okay. and then a couple other ones there's like a kind of savory and um carbonated drink in india that's like kind of like a limeade mm -hmm. um that with seed lip and turn that into a gel jira mojito um cool. Yeah, yeah. Really so it's just like, with a bunch of different flavors. Yeah, and, and we're, spices. We yeah. got the spices and there it was very authentic. And it, I think that was such a goal for us starting Zero Proof was like, we're going to be authentic to who we are and then mm -hmm. share that authenticity with everyone else and give them the opportunity to to be themselves, be authentic and, and experience what that can look like at a larger scale. Um, yeah, so it's we're we're gonna keep going from here we we yeah. just actually popped up under the endeavor space shuttle this past weekend so cool like we're bringing zero proof to space y'all yeah. <laughs> are going to mars you will pop up on mars oh my gosh i i mean i studied mechanical engineering to be a rocket scientist and then i got Whoa. the zero proof gig because i was in the rocket industry yeah so, it feels like so cool being under the endeavor and like offering space theme like we had like a space shot that was a, a shot of uh ritual rum and yeah. uh what else we had like a red rock margarita yeah um cool just, like, cocktails felt really authentic too so <laughs> it's kind of like we're able to just create our brand that is becoming who we are authentically because every experience is, is so genuine and everything that we're putting out into the world is such a true representation of who we are. And I think that's one of the yeah. biggest following has been growing is people are, are like, I want to have fun like them because it seems mm -hmm. like they're actually having as much fun as they put on the internet. <laughs> um, and I would, yes. say, <laughs> I would say that's pretty true. Like we are like who we are on our re reels and our Instagram page is really who we are in our day-to-day -day. and it's it's a yeah. lot of fun to to create that with our community too I love that so where can people find uh zero proofed so you can find us 
on our Instagram page. That's probably the best spot to get the most up-to-date real-time um, events okay. and announcements. And what's but your also, handle on, what's your handle on Instagram? Oh, it's at get zero approved. Okay. Yep. And it's the same on TikTok, even though we're okay. a, little bit, a little bit smaller on TikTok. Okay. Um, and then another good spot is to sign up for our mailing list through our website. That's www.getzeroproof.com. Okay, perfect. And you guys send out like monthly updates of what's going on and where you can check your events out and all that good yeah, stuff. Exactly. That's, you'll get them right in your inbox with our events and announcements. And also um, that'll connect you to our link tree as well, where you can find affiliate codes um, and news articles and other um, information tidbits from us. Love it. Ladies, thank you so, so much for sharing your experience and your knowledge with us. You guys, I can definitely attest, are very fun. And everyone should definitely go check out your events because I can only imagine how much funner you are in person. You guys are so oh. awesome. Thank you, Jessica. It's been so much fun to chat with you. <laughs> Yo, yeah. the thing is, you don't even have to try. Like, it's just you guys. You guys are just like little balls of energy. It's so fun. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> yes. but this has been really awesome, Jessica. Thank you so much for giving us the platform to, to chat with you here. How fantastic are the sisters? They're just little balls of sunshine. And I'm so grateful and so lucky Again, to share this space with really amazing guests who share, who are open and vulnerable and want to get the word out and want to help each other. This is what this community is all about. You know, we're not here trying to convert anyone. We're not telling you what to do with your relationship with alcohol, but we're showing you the opportunities and the possibilities that can happen. It is scary to make changes. It's terrifying. You don't know what's on the other side. But I want to give you a glimpse into the other side and what that looks like and what that can feel like for you. So you don't have to be as scared or as afraid because we got your back. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and leave your feedback about the podcast. And remember, sharing is caring. If you have a friend, family member, loved one who needs to hear a message in one of our episodes today, please make sure to share that with them. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girls Guide and head over to asobergirlsguide.com where we got your back at any stage of your booze-free journey. From challenges to workbooks to our Sober Girls Social Club membership, we got your back at any stage of the game. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.